1: Do you hear that? Uh, it's just another national rider counting out Auburn too early. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken mom, and, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers,
0: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. And hey, thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me as he does every Monday, Auburn Daily Rider Lindsey Crosby, as well as the host of Locked On Major League Prospects, Lindsey, another national rider counting Auburn out early in the season, Austin Nivison, Nivison. he is 247 Sports National Desk Writer. He put out a story on 247 Sports, projecting the first loss for every SEC team this upcoming season. And one caveat that I have to just really strike home here, Lindsey, is that in this guy's bio on his Twitter page, his title is also NHL Power Rankings for CBS Sports. So that's what we're dealing with here. That's what we're, we're dealing with an NHL guy who's writing this for whatever reason. That's where we're about the SEC. That's it. That's it. Um, Can you pick two things that are farther apart from each other? Maybe soccer. Maybe. I don't know. Um, You and the rest of your hair. That's right. That's right. Look, there were fresh takes on this show. We needed a fresh cut. You know what I'm saying? They go, uh, they go hand in hand. All right. So our dude predicts Auburn's first loss this season to be Penn State. Which is so predictable. I mean, that's going to be the most predictable one for the remainder of the summer. The vast majority of people are going to predict Penn State to beat Auburn. This isn't an original take at all. But what's interesting about this, Lindsay, is like, I think, and just so we're all on the same page here, this is the opening for Auburn's schedule. I think the first six weeks are relevant to discuss for this conversation mercer san jose state penn state missouri lsu all of those are at home and then you go to georgia and i think the discussion is either going to be you think auburn's first loss will be against penn state you think auburn's first loss will be against lsu or they start five and zero, and you probably project them to lose in athens against georgia where are you in all of this I can see a path where
0: they don't beat Penn State at home. I'm not saying that's my prediction. Sure. But I can logically see it. And let me justify this a bit. So we've talked all spring about, you know, we think Mr. Calzone himself, Zach Calzada is the guy. He didn't play at all in the spring. And so if they genuinely believe he's the guy and he seizes the job in fall camp, I can see a scenario where he doesn't get enough time with these receivers sure. behind this line in those first two games to be ready to face a legitimate defense in Penn State. So, I get the take. If the take is right. Auburn's offense may not be able to perform enough to score against Penn State's defense, I get it. If it's a <laughs> Auburn bad, then I'm not I'm not here for it. But and in the piece he does say that like the the Penn State defense will give them a bit of an edge when they come to Auburn. And
1: I'm not saying I agree with it, but I can understand the argument. I do too. I just, if I was putting money down and I was a betting man, which I sometimes am a betting man, not always, but sometimes, I just don't see Penn State being the one. My gut, I think it's more likely that Auburn loses to LSU than Penn State. And I really don't think LSU is going to be good, uh, but I, I just think with Harson, and look, Harson has proven to be able to game plan. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Iron Ball proves it. If he circles a game, I, I I think he can hang in there with anybody. Um, I guess the and biggest argument note, against that would be Penn State last year, honestly. Yeah. Right. Well, to that <laughs> note, they also don't have Jahan Dotson. And
0: he gave Auburn so much trouble last year in that game. Right. And, and so it's you, you, you take away their biggest offensive weapon and you give them two games to figure out what to do without it. And what are the odds that we can retool our offense better than they can figure out what to do on offense without that star receiver? And He just made
1: plays. And, and the other side of it, Lindsey, is Tank Big we could have had 200 yards rushing in that game if we let him. Like there was no reason. And I just don't think they're going to let them get away with that again. You know, I i mean, Tank was first down after first down. I mean, Alder was able to run the ball on them and they just chose not to. And so I, I think that's going to be part of it as well. And they had the weird fumble at the start of the second half with Kobe dropping it. Like that was such a fluke. Like the fact that it was so close last year. And I think Auburn's a little bit better than they were a year ago. I don't know enough about Penn State, but I'm not expecting a massive jump from them because they lost Jahan Dotson. I mean, that's going to hurt you. And it's at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And Auburn just doesn't lose at home that often. And when it does, it's to teams that are better than them. And I don't think Penn State's going to be noticeably better than Auburn going into this season. Maybe I'm a homer. I don't know. But I, I, I just, those are all of my reasons. And like, look, I've said it for the last few weeks, I think Auburn's a little underrated going into the season. And I think just saying, oh, yep, Penn State's going to beat Auburn again. I think that's lazy. And I think it's uh, ill-conceived.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's the end of the day, if I had to put money on it, and I probably will, because thanks to our friends at Online, No question. Uh, they'll have lines out for it. They always do. Uh, I think Auburn's going to win that game simply because it, the big one you touched on is it's a home game. And it is just a different environment inside Jordan-Hare, especially if if Auburn has not lost going into that game, which they shouldn't. Penn State has not lost going into that game, which they shouldn't. And it's one of those early marquee Power 5 interconference matchups that gets like a primetime slot.
1: Right. Okay, so Auburn, in this same list that we're discussing, is projected to be the first loss to an SEC team. Can you guess who... We'll tell you in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. But I want to tell you about our friends at Bilt Bar. Look, I love brownies. I know you love brownies. But you know what I love more? The batter. Brownie batter. And sometimes, you know, my wife's a baker. She bakes a ton. Sometimes I just get into the batter. And, I mean, let's be honest. I think that's kind of what makes it. But imagine tasting brownie batter and then stepping away and saying, Wait, this is good for me. Filled with protein and a delightful snack that you don't have to feel guilty about. Built Bar has you covered. Yes, you heard me right. They have the Brownie Batter Puff. And Puff takes protein bars to a whole new level. And they're available right now at built.com. Have you tried the Built Puffs yet? No? You need to try it out. Built.com, look, a lot of these have about 140 calories, 17 grams of protein. It's delicious. It's delicious. Look, I've got uh, I've got the, uh, the birthday cake ones right here. They are scrumptious. I only have two left in the box, and I've got to eat that one that's by my desk here as a prop, but check it all out. At Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. That is at Built.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere Lindsay, before we jump into this, I gotta do a quick announcement. I will be recording the show. Most of you will hear or watch this on Monday. I'll be recording some uh, some locked on Auburn content that you'll hear throughout the week on the road tomorrow night at the Columbus Phoenix City Auburn Club,
0: and Ooh. for
1: their annual meeting. This is uh, this will be Tuesday night, May twenty fourth, Tuesday night. You you don't have to be a member of this. You can uh, you can buy tickets for fifty dollars, and I'll tell you how to do that in a second. Nope, it's thirty five dollars. So you get to hear these speakers, and dinner is included. And here's who you get to hear: Lindsey, Head Coach Brian Harson, Head Coach Bruce Pearl, and you also get to hear from Auburn University's twenty first president, Dr. Roberts. Wow, thirty five dollars. You. Uh, I won't be speaking, but you can... I will be recording the show. You can come say hello, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so this will be taking place uh, Tuesday night, May 24th, at the Country Club of Columbus. This is in Columbus, Georgia. Have you been there? I've never been. Looking forward to it. Nice place. Looking forward to it. Happy Hour starts at 5.30 Eastern Time. Dinner and uh, the program begins at 6 o'clock Eastern Time. And the way you can get tickets... Is um emailing right tigerette at yahoo.com. I will put that information in the episode description down below. But I, I think it's uh thank you for them to uh, reaching out to me. And uh, they've been fun to kind of chit chat and get to know. So looking forward to looking forward to, to all of that. All right. So our friend here, um Austin hockey man. Yeah, power rankings, bro. He has LSU's first loss being against Auburn. Go Tagus. Which, man, if that happens, and Auburn is able to take care of business against Penn State, like you and I are both kind of feeling that they will. Can you imagine if Auburn goes into Athens 5-0? I still don't think Auburn wins in Athens. But I think they're a top 15 team if they do that. They'd have two quality wins, and that might be the time of the year where they say, oh, well, Penn State wasn't very good. Oh, well, was not very good. But the fact that you can ride into Austin and then with a chance the following week to be at Ole Miss, which I think is a very beatable team, at 5-1, and one, you go to Ole Miss, like, if you could survive that. You have your bye week to prep for Arkansas. I mean, if Auburn is 6-1 and one going into their bye week, I mean, can you imagine the hype and the excitement around this football program? I mean, that would be crazy. And I don't think it's that far-fetched. I really don't. I think the national media is underselling Auburn's path to nine wins this season. I firmly believe that.
0: What's odd to me about this person's reasoning in this article is he talks about in FPI, how Auburn is 10th and LSU's 11th. Both teams are figuring out the starting quarterback situation. Sure. And so the tiebreaker is the fact they're at Jordan Hare. but he ignores Penn that state. in the Penn state game, right? right. We're at home. <laughs> And have a better FPI than Penn State. And I'm like, I don't... Is this a hockey thing that I'm too
1: Southern to understand? Must be hockey. How does this work? That's right. That's right. No, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. And I just think the way... We've talked about this since the schedule was finalized. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The way it stacks out... I mean, it's always going to be difficult. It's always going to be tough. But the way it lines up is just so nice for the reason we just mentioned. So if Auburn can take care of business... And there's a lot of ifs here. But they go into the bye week preparing for Arkansas, which is where, Lindsey? It's at home. Home. It's at home. Um, after your bye week, you're 7-1 and one going into Starkville. I mean. One, ew. Sure. stark Ghanistan's terrible. I know that it makes some people mad. And then you got Western Kentucky. You probably lose to Texas A&M and Alabama. But, man, if you're, <laughs> I mean, if you're 8-1 and one, or even 7-2 and two, and you get Texas a and at home at Jordan-Hare, I don't know if I'm picking against you. You know? Yeah. I mean, just Jordan-Hare, when you're in it in November, not many people win. And if you do, man, you've got to fight tooth and nail to get there. And so it's just like there's a ton of toss-up games, Lindsey. There's a ton of them. And different people are going to give Auburn the benefit of a doubt and different ones all throughout the summer, much like our hockey friends here at 247 Sports did. But still, like, if Auburn can win the coin toss and beat LSU, you and I think they'll beat Penn State. It just sets up so much. It just sets up mm-hmm. so much when you look at this. Because Arkansas' schedule is brutal. Their start to the season is tough. And you just never know what the morale of all these teams are going to be. Old Miss... They've got like none of these dudes on Ole Miss's roster knew each other three months ago. I mean, they're all transfers. You have no idea what the morale of that team is going to be. And I just think the fact of Auburn feels good about themselves, which, man, it seems like this team is tight. It seems like this team is unified. And you go into Oxford and win, the rest kind of takes care of itself. I mean, the
0: big question marks are, are early. The big question marks are Penn State and LSU. And right. I feel like during the baseball season, I said this a lot, but like you'll know so much more about your team yep. after that LSU game. Just because you've got these two big tests of teams, like everybody's got them right in that same little cluster, that same little tier, you know, that second tier team in the SEC West. So let's see what they're gonna do. They're not quite the not quite the Alabama, not quite the Georgia, not quite the right. AM. But Ole Miss and Auburn and Arkansas are all right there. So and close. most folks have us at the bottom of that tier versus maybe the top of that tier. And I think that I think that they have a great setup to show that, hey, we might not right now be on the same tier as in
1: Alabama, but we're right behind them. I, I don't think that's crazy to say. I really, really don't. And some people are rolling their eyes at all of this, and that's fine. Let us know why. Seriously, I'm just curious. But when... Whenever whenever you see teams that are tiered like this, the lower tier of the SEC, they're all kind of bunched together like this, when are the predictions ever right? And unanimously, Auburn's at the bottom of the tier. And all of these power rankings and all of these votes, I'm sure it's going to be very similar when media days rolls around. And so I just think when you look at it, Auburn's not going to finish at the bottom of all of this. I just don't.
0: There has not been a single ranking, especially not from a national outlet no. that can account for the Jordan hair, creepy voodoo.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: It's there. It's there. And we know it. We're aware of it. National writers
1: are not aware. They, they can't even say the name of the stadium, right? That's true. That is true. Let me ask you this before we move into baseball. You mentioned the importance of, you mentioned the importance of, um, you mentioned the importance of the LSU game, and the Penn State game. Like, we're just going to know so much about this team. It seems like the general assumption is like, okay, one and one. Like, that seems to be the easy way to justify it, right? But let me ask you this. What do you think is most likely? Because I don't I don't think one and one is the answer here. What do you think is most likely? And there's three options. When you look at what Auburn's record will be in the Penn State game and the LSU game this year, the options are two and oh, one and one, or zero oh and two. I think one and one is the least likely option. I think it either pops or it doesn't. And so, yeah, you, what do you think is more likely? Two and zero, oh, one and one, or zero oh and two?
0: I'm with you. It's not one and one. You either win them both or you lose them both.
1: I, I think. I think everybody's in the same tier, right? It's like you either overcome them both at home or you don't. That's just kind of yeah. maybe that's lazy, but I I, I just that's just how I feel about it. They're like when
0: I think back and I look at these teams. There's differences in Penn State and LSU. At Penn State, knows who their quarterback is. LSU's had better talent, better recruiting, Uh, coaching may or may not be a wash. I don't know if James Franklin can say tagas and family, Uh, but it's they're kind of same thing. They're in that same tier. They're both at home. Uh, You have a chance to learn from the first one, and so. Yeah, you either win them both or you lose them both, and I'd like to think that you're going to win them both.
1: I'm and saying it again, right maybe now. Maybe we're Lindsay, sunshine pumpers. No, I'm saying it right now. Auburn goes two and zero in those games, and their first loss is in Athens. I think I think Auburn starts five and zero.
0: You know, if it if it comes down to a last second touchdown pass from Stetson Bennett for Auburn to take a loss,
1: so be it. Uh, I'm not saying that one will be close. I'm just saying <laughs> Auburn starts five and zero. And I, and I think it totally changes the narrative around this program. I really do. Speaking of changing the narrative around a program, man, what Butch Thompson has done in this Auburn baseball program, what they have done with this team throughout this regular season, it was impressive. It was very, very impressive. But now, none of that matters anymore. Postseason talk, postseason preview happening with Lindsey Crosby in just a moment. But I got to tell you about our friends at... RockAuto.com. With ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So I endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer or smartphone with access to RockAuto.com at home or in your pocket. So you can save time and money when using RockAuto. Uh, so, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every single customer and every do it yourselfer So, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. And write locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That is at rockauto.com. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me Delivery. You ever get home from a long day of work and you're like, man, I do not want to cook anything or prepare dinner for my family or even leave the house to go get something. Fetch Me's got you covered. Go to FetchMeDelivery.com and you can see all of the different local, 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 local folks that, um, that they've partnered with. And there's a ton of them. There's a ton of different restaurants. And look, Fetch Me is Auburn people and they know how to take care of their own. So check it out at FetchMeLivery.com for food, or now you can have alcohol delivered right to your door. So check out FetchMeAlcohol.com for them to take care of you. Lindsey Crosby, before we jump into what happened with Auburn Baseball and looking ahead to the postseason, how can people find all the stuff that you have going on?
0: So my writing's at AuburnDaily.com. Uh, my podcast, Locked on MLB Prospects, is available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. You can find it on Twitter at Locked on Farm. Yes. You can find me on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. Yes. Uh, you can find the merch at aushirts.com. Yes. And a little bit later, I'm going to wait on it. A little bit later, we'll have a special announcement coming about some Major League Baseball stuff.
1: Ooh, I know what it is. And it's awesome.
0: Yeah. It's not very, today, a cool. little, bit, little bit later down the road, but some more stuff coming on involving baseball.
1: Uh, It's pretty neat. It's pretty. Actually, it's pretty incredible. All right, so um, Auburn was not incredible this weekend. I was actually pretty. It was actually pretty tough to watch. Um, Kentucky's not a good baseball team, but Auburn made them and allowed them to look good this weekend. Um, Auburn lost two of the three. They won the second game of the doubleheader on Friday. Lost games one and games three. And really, it was a a bunch of different reasons, Lindsey. They just did not look like the team that they have been consistently throughout the course of the regular season. And obviously, uh, what they lost was pretty, I think, pretty substantial. We'll figure out how substantial it is tomorrow night. But um, they're now the fifth seed in the SEC tournament instead of a top four seed, which now means you have to play in that essentially coin flip of a single elimination game on Tuesday night, and that's pretty, pretty tough. So um, just your general thoughts about the weekend and what it means for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, it, it was a lot of... So one, weather obviously played havoc with this whole series. Thursday's game got moved to Friday. Friday was a doubleheader. Saturday's game got blown up in the middle of it for a rain delay. Um, and Auburn just never quite looked settled any time th- th- this weekend. Uh, game one, you leave 10 runners on base. You go two for eight with runners in scoring position offense is kind of the you know the reason why you feel like you lost game one and then game three you turn around and you come back out of the rain delay and it's tied at one right and you give up a five spot there with Carson Skipper on the mound and it's just you take three pitchers to go through that inning and it's just not something where that's something we've seen a lot recently from this Auburn bullpen is being stuck in the inning not not being able to get outs, not being able to 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 make things happen and I can't pinpoint any one specific thing. It was, it was, I think it was a combination of a bunch of little stuff. It was the fact you're playing on turf and not grass. It was the right. weather and the delays and just a lot of little things. And, and the, the loss here is now you play that single elimination game. And also it shows you how big that game three no contest was against Alabama. Because if you had won that game, you would have still been the number four seed. But having lost that game and not having made it up, now you're tied in the number of wins. There you go. Number five seed.
1: Yep, that's tough. All right, so what are your expectations for this team going into the SEC tournament? And then obviously you got to think about seeding for the NCAA tournament, which will happen the following week.
0: Yeah, so what I hate now is we are the number five seed. We play the number 12 seed, which happens to be Kentucky. Great. So we have to rematch against Kentucky Tuesday night. Uh, that game will be about 30 to 45 minutes after game three finishes. Game three starts at 4.30. So it's going to be 4.30 Central. So it's going to be a little bit later in the day before this game starts, probably 7, 7.30, maybe even closer to 8, depending. Gross. Uh, before this game gets started on uh, for, for game four, if Auburn wins this game. Mm-hmm. And it, it is very much an if because it is, a, it is one game. So many fluky things can happen in one game.
1: Yeah, and what would you see from this past weekend when Auburn played Kentucky three times that would be like, yeah, Auburn's going to win that game?
0: Yeah, I mean, Auburn went one and two in those
1: games. And and looked significantly better than us. Significantly, consistently throughout the entire weekend. Which was not something that I can say that I expected.
0: Now, I did try to warn everybody. In the series preview, it says a, like, a sneaky, dangerous Kentucky squad. They took yep. two out of three from national number one Tennessee two weekends ago. And then the weekend after that, they lost a series to South Carolina. But still, it's one of those like, okay, this team could be good. And they were. Now we play them again, and we don't get the benefit of one of those three big pitchers from our weekend rotation. You're probably starting either a Jordan Armstrong or a Tommy Sheehan on a Tuesday night in Hoover. But you have played in Hoover before. You know that –
1: yeah, we'll see we if that matters. played a
0: last week. Right. You we have a little experience in this ballpark, and I hate to keep harping on it, but Kentucky has to play on real grass now and not on turf. And I think that has a bigger impact than a lot of people believed going into last weekend.
1: If, if that's what you're used to, yeah, I mean, it, it should it should give you the advantage at home. So we'll see what happens. All right, and of course, that's just another reminder to read uh, our stuff at AuburnDaily.com, because Lindsay knows what he's talking about. He wrote all about it. All right, so what do you think expectations need to be for Auburn as far as how many do they need to win to be a top eight seed? Or is the idea of a top eight seed gone? Is that done? Idea's
0: not gone. We were saying, and we've been saying, 18 conference wins is what you probably need to host a regional. Um, I, I still think 18, 18 is what you need to host a regional. I would feel better with 19, yeah. given what happened last weekend. Um, I don't know... I think you probably have to go pretty deep in the tournament if you want to lock down and know for sure that you are getting a top eight seed in the NCAA tournament. But I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. So if you win on Tuesday, you play LSU the late game on Wednesday. If you win that game, you play the late game um, against the winner of Tennessee (laughs) and Vandy versus Ole Miss.
1: Um, So So Auburn could go...
0: So Tennessee, you play Tennessee.
1: Um, I'd like them again, honestly. Yeah. I'd like them again.
0: The night of Thursday, May 26, you'd play Tennessee in Hoover, a bigger ballpark than what they're playing in. Right. Um, And if uh, if you win three games in the SEC tournament, you still have that national eight seed pretty much locked down. If you win less than three, there's still a chance, but you need to win at least two.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Lindsay, one more time. How can people find you, hear you, read you, support you, all that stuff, brother?
0: I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. My show, Locked on MLB Prospects, is on Twitter at Locked on Farm and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Uh, the merch is at aushirts.com and the writing at auburndaily.com.
1: Yep, check it all out. Lindsey Crosby, our guest, as he is every single Monday, folks. We'll be back tomorrow with a little Charlie Tuesday action. You don't want to miss that. You can follow me on Twitter at ZBlackerby, the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn, on Instagram at Auburn Podcast, and also read all of our written work at auburndaily.com. This has been Locked On Auburn. See ya. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music.